welcome to this week's Field Notes podcast. Usually in Field Notes, we expand upon a horse care issue which has been raised in Sounds of the Sanctuary. But this week's Field Notes is a short and sweet episode, tackling an issue which teams across Red Wings and horse owners everywhere are currently battling, the great British weather. I recorded this chat with some of the team at Red Wings Mountains a couple of weeks ago before Storm Babbitt. Mountains, our site near Forfar in Scotland, is often worst hit by any extreme weather, and since this recording, they have faced further storms and weather warnings, and in fact, as I record this, Storm Debbie is currently impacting the UK. I chatted with the team about how they cope with the weather, and extra care and attention they have to take with our residents because of the worsening weather. So as our mountains team are currently waiting potentially to be hit by Storm Babbitt later in the week, and I think you guys have got a red weather warning, haven't you? It only seems appropriate to speak to Catherine and Imogen and Becca about how on earth they survive winter. We always feel sorry for them because they always seem to get the worst, the worst of the weather up in Scotland. But I think horse owners everywhere potentially... Well, horse owners everywhere must dread winter, but you guys see the worst of it. So we're going to pick your brains for any wisdom and hacks that you have. So I think if we start off with Catherine, um, as sort of manager of the centre, what are the biggest things that you have to think about as you go into winter? Obviously, staffing, the impact to how staff can manage to get to the site can be severely impacted um, just by wet weather and windy weather because we see a lot of trees come down we see a lot of localized flooding so it's not unusual for staff members to get flooded out and anybody who's living on site to be flooded in yes um and in terms of for the horses are there particular health concerns or management concerns that you and the team have to be super vigilant about as it comes towards winter Yes, uh, we have quite a few ponies that can't manage hay, so they're no long fibre. So it's a very complicated process for some of them when we have snow on the ground, because then we're relying on hard feeding or mushy feeding, uh, feeds made <laughs> soft for the, for the ones yeah. with poor teeth. But some of them um, don't want to be stabled as well so that's that's the extra complication in that but it would be nice just to be able to bring them in and keep them cozy and make sure they've got their supply of mushy feed but they go on hunger strike when they come in and the that's man, very helpful <laughs> yeah and the man to be standing out in the worst of the weather so it's um, just identifying those horses that have wee quirks of their own characters and things and just trying to do the best that you can make sure they get what they need um, through the the worst of the weather and and if that means you're feeding them at midnight in a field then that's what you're doing. Yes and I'm sure you must have residents that are on long-term sort of medication for things like arthritis. How does the weather impact things like that? So just now we're actually um, starting to rug some of our older horses and ones that have got arthritis um, we're speaking closely with our vets about um, med changes whether um, as the colder weather comes in that we can increase their meds to keep them comfortable um, 
we're now looking at field changes for the winter, making sure that those that have got arthritis and things like that are on flatter fields so they're kept as comfortable as possible. Yeah. So in the podcast before, we talked about the check. So the idea that you guys obviously go out and check on the horses and you're looking for certain things. Are there any certain things that you'd be looking for specifically when the weather's bad? Things probably like lameness and feet um, with mud and stuff. It can cause a lot of abscesses amongst some of them. Uh, some of them are a little bit more prone to it. So then we kind of have a list of ones that, you know, if they go that way a little bit, kind of speak to our vets and our vets are quite good at knowing who they are as well. Um, and also yeah. there's a couple that get mud fever, especially if they've got white socks or just white feet in general. They're much more prone to it with their pink skin underneath. So we're trying to put on stuff like Muddy Buddy. And that's like a barrier cream. It keeps their feet dry and keeps the mud off their skin. So that really is very useful. And I suspect you find the check, does the check take longer when the weather is bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes yeah. longer because all the feet yeah. are bigger. The feet are bigger. Mud's <laughs> thicker, harder to walk. <laughs> harder to stay upright in the mud. Yeah. 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 And I guess, you know, you guys must be the ultimate experts let's hear your hacks for how on earth you get through it like how do you get out the other end how do you keep smiling lots of chocolate and sugar <laughs> we are fueled by sugar <laughs> most most of the winter i think yeah uh lots of layers <laughs> yeah um, lots of waterproof layers yeah. <laughs> um lots of socks yeah um our lovely new tea hats, very warm and cosy. So we, uh, when we've got our breaks and that, we can dry off some of our clothes. And we've got a, a big tumble dryer that we put all our jackets in to dry them off um, in between going out and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you had to give us any, like, any advice, is, is there anything, you know, what what would be your number one, like, tip for for keeping warm, et cetera? I think hands, feet and ears yeah. are the most important things. Mm-hmm. A good pair of gloves. Yeah, a good yeah. pair of gloves, good pair of boots with um, some layers um, of socks yeah. and ear warmers. Oh, I like them. But ear warmers for my yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. You get hand warmers too, to be yeah. really good. Hand warmers and your gloves if you're, if you're more prone to keep them in oh, the are these? Are these the ones that you, like, snap the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. As as we often say, we take our hats off to you because you guys really do. Um, yeah, you do see the worst of the weather, and I guess as well when you're checking, you probably have to be more aware of environment as well. Because you were saying about how the weather is, you know, brought in flooding and things like that. But I know you've also had problems with fallen trees and stuff. So, what sort of impact does that have on the site and the horses and the probably their safety as well I'm guessing. We're lucky um, we've never had any fallen trees damage any horses or any people thankfully. We tend to see more of an impact that it cuts certain areas of the site off and then we're having to get external help to move big fallen tree trunks and things like that. But we just really work together. Um, we do have some very nice neighbours who have helped us out in the past. We have the, the gentleman that grows our hay for us, and he's been helping us before um, move some trees and things like that that fallen down. 
the farm, the local farmers also keep the roads pretty clear as well. If there's anything ever comes down in the road, they're very quick to mm -hmm. to move um, fallen trees and detritus out the way. And come and ask us too, to be fair, like you say, on the weekends and things. They'll come in and ask us if we need a hand with anything and stuff. So it's really good too. Yeah. Oh, that's kind. Big shout out to them. They say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. It's quite yeah. a good network of support we have. Do you think that's because everyone is facing the, the a common adversity in the weather and you all know how, yeah, how rubbish it is to try and get through? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's what the, the Scots um, can, can take most to band them together is the, the sad weather that we, we usually get yeah definitely sounds like it well thank you very much for yeah telling us all about your um your winter woes but also how you get over them and yeah we hope that the, the coming storm you know doesn't doesn't do too much damage or make your lives too difficult this weekend we'll be thinking of you definitely That conversation was recorded before Storm Babbitt, and as the days and weather unfolded, the site was impacted. Thanks to the incredible efforts of the team, the most vulnerable horses were moved into stables, and the rest were moved into the field safest from the flooding, and with access to shelter and plenty of forage. Damage caused by the weather was extensive. Deep water lay everywhere. The barns were flooded, roof panels of field shelters were torn off in the wind and a bridge connecting areas of the site was damaged by the sheer quantity of water and debris and therefore unusable. Out of all of our sanctuary sites, Redwings Mountains has the highest proportion of equines on regular medication, so reaching them is key for their welfare. Thanks to the efforts of the team and local contractors, the bridge was repaired swiftly, but the team have continued to battle extreme weather ever since, including today. To read more or to donate to help us weather the cost of the storm, visit our website, redwings.org.uk. Mm -hmm.